Welcome back to Science to a Teen, the show where we break down complex science into easy-to-understand concepts for teens. I'm your host with the most, Mallory Stevens. Wow, wow, thank you, thank you. We've got a very special episode today, which I'm sure many of you teens will relate to. But first, it's time for the Science to a Teen joke of the day. This one comes from Stephanie from Guelph. Did you hear that oxygen went on a date with potassium? It went okay. (laughs) Wow, that was a good one, Stephanie. I think I even cried a bit. All right, let me introduce you to our super relatable, super interesting topic for the day. Drum roll, please. Today's topic is your brain on weed. I'm sure many of you teens will be able to find this topic relatable and hopefully intrigue you on what is actually happening in your body when you smoke weed. First, we'll start off with some interesting statistics about weed to get your brains thinking. Then, I'll start to go into the explanation of the body on weed, like why your eyes go red and why you're hungry. After that, we'll review long-term effects and short-term effects, if you could die from it, and if there are any advantages. Then, we'll wrap it up with an overview of all you should have learned. Wow, jam-packed show for you today. Let's start with some facts to get those gears turning. The term marijuana refers to the dried leaves, flowers, stems, and seeds from the cannabis sativa plant. Marijuana is the most commonly used illicit drug in the United States. Marijuana dates way back to the 18th century where George Washington grew weed. It is believed that he smoked it to alleviate the pain caused by his 18th century dentures. In 1971, Stanford business students engaged in the world's first e-commerce transaction, which is an online purchase. Guess what was sold slash bought? That's right, a bag of weed. Did you know that Mexico grows the most weed in the world? Paraguay comes in at number two. Researchers at South Africa's university tested 24 tobacco from Shakespeare's property and 8 tested positive for cannabis residue. To weed or not to weed, that is the question. Since the legislation of weed in Colorado, suicide rates have dropped 5%. Here's a sciencey fact. Weed and beer are botanical cousins. Both hops and cannabis belong to the family Cannabinaceae. It's actually possible to graft hops onto cannabis plants. Imagine that. Did you know that the very first recorded use of marijuana happened in China over 4,700 years ago? It was used to treat gout, malaria, and rheumatism, although it was banned in 500 BC because it was believed to cause young people to disrespect the elderly. Huh. Maybe it should be banned again. In Denver, Colorado, marijuana dispensaries outnumber Starbucks locations. Isn't that crazy? Americans grow a total of, wait for it, 22 million pounds of marijuana each year, totaling a value of $35.8 billion. Five states, California, Kentucky, Hawaii, Tennessee, and Washington, grow a combined total of 80% of it. Weirdly enough, there is no such thing as marijuana overdose. It takes 800 joints to kill a man. Marijuana accounts for 48% of drug arrests. In 2012, 
police arrested one U.S. citizen every 42 seconds for something to do with weed. And lastly, Cameron Diaz once bought weed from Snoop Dogg when they were in high school. You never know where you'll end up. All right, now I've got your attention. I've got your minds on and your wheels turning. Let's get into the nitty gritty of your body on weed. Let's start with the brain. Neurons process information in the brain. They release neurotransmitters from the axon of one neuron to the dendrite of another. These chemical neurotransmitters change the electrical charge of the receiving neuron, constantly exciting the neuron and passing the signals on. These signals happen millions of times per second over the entire brain, every time you think, breathe, or move. Cannabis contains molecules that resemble those produced in our own brains, called cannabinoids. They naturally circulate in much lower quantities in comparison to when you have been smoking, though. The cannabinoids are a type of special neurotransmitters. The neurons in the brain have a refractory period where they become unresponsive after firing to prevent them from overreacting. This allows your brain to function in a calm and controlled manner. Cannabinoids function by removing the refractory period of neurons that are already active, causing your thoughts, imagination, and perception to modify itself, ultimately leading to non-stop thinking. Whoa. This essentially means that once you begin your train of thought, it becomes the most profound and significant thing ever, making you ignore the big picture and only focus on being in the moment and having that one idea. Your neurons keep firing until a new idea comes into your head and you go off on a new tangent thinking about that one thing in the moment again. The cannabinoids also affect the levels of dopamine and norepinephrine in the brain, leading to a sense of euphoria, relaxation, and increased overall enhancement of an experience. There are also cannabinoid receptors in areas of the brain con- short-term memory, learning, coordination, movement control, and cognitive function. These are all enhanced by the magnified thoughts you have when you smoke weed. Essentially, your brain is firing messages non-stop even though it may feel super relaxed. Now, have you ever wondered why your eyes can go red while you smoke weed? This is due to the fact that marijuana, specifically the main chemical in it, THC, decreases blood pressure, causing the blood vessels in the body to expand. The capillaries in the eyes become dilated and blood rushes into them, causing red eye. The more marijuana you consume, the more bloodshot your eyes will be, no matter if using edibles or smoking a joint. (laughs) Better stock up on that Vizine. Well, what about the munchies, you ask? Well, let me tell you about the munchies. Marijuana, again, specifically THC, activates the hypothalamus, the gland just below the brain that releases most of the body's hormones. When the hypothalamus is activated by THC, it releases the hunger-promoting hormone ghrelin, which can increase appetite. (laughs) It's a good idea to add some chips to that grocery list, too. After you've had your fun and experienced the high of marijuana, which can last up to four hours, your body metabolizes the cannabinoids, bringing you back to reality. Now, let's snap back to reality and look at the short and long-term effects of weed. Dr. David Thomas, a practicing therapist from the Whitford Thomas Group, explains the social side effects of marijuana use. He says that the positives are that people feel much more comfortable and confident in social situations, and for people who experience bipolar disorder or ADHD, smoking helps to slow the brain down and make the person feel more normal even though us nerds know it actually speeds it up. Thomas says that the negative social effects of marijuana is the tendency for people to isolate themselves and only hang out with other marijuana doers. This could have a negative effect on some people as it may limit the amount of friends they have that are good influences. 
Let's look at the short-term effects on the body's metabolism, that is, the breaking down of foods and the synthesizing of energy. Your metabolism increases when you smoke marijuana, making your heart rate speed up initially and your body produce energy faster than usual. This can also be linked to having the munchies, as your body is making energy faster and your brain tells the body it needs to replace this energy by eating something. Oh, and add some energy drinks to the list too. The other short-term effects are what we have already mentioned. Red eyes, the munchies, and a sense of euphoria and relaxation. The long-term effects of marijuana can often lead to addiction, as THC alters the feeling in the brain of, to feeling laid back and kind of like you're floating. This feeling is what is addictive. Recent studies have shown that 30% of those who use marijuana have some degree of addiction, and that people who use marijuana regularly before the age of 18 are seven times more likely to develop an addiction than people who start as adults. The long-term effects of marijuana addiction can spill into the life of users, causing a decline in IQ, poor school performance, lower life satisfaction, antisocial behavior such as stealing or lying, which can lead to relationship issues, and greater chances of being unemployed, which is coupled with financial difficulties. Several experiments have shown the lungs being represented by cotton balls and exposed to 90 joints of marijuana, which is the average number a regular cannabis user smokes in one month. The results are brown cotton balls and the glass they were in all stained brown. The same experiment was done again, but instead of the cotton balls being exposed to marijuana, it was exposed to a month's worth of average vape. There was virtually no difference from the regular cotton balls to the ones after being exposed by vape. Hmm, we may be onto something here. Some think vape is very popular, others think it's kind of cringy, but researchers say that vaping is 95% better for your health than smoking. Absolutely disgusting to think that those cotton balls are an example of what is happening inside the lungs of people who do weed. Just imagine, that is only from one month. Imagine people who have been doing it for years. Anyway, the main gist is that weed is bad for you and vaping could be a lot better. Right, ladies and gentlemen, we are nearing the end of our podcast. Let's take a look at what we've learned in this episode. Number one, weed actually speeds up your thinking. It's the dopamine that makes you feel relaxed. Number two, THC is the reason why you get red eye and the munchies. It dilates the capillaries and activates the hypothalamus. Number three, you might feel more confident and laid back in social situations on marijuana, but it might make you only hang out with people that also do weed. Number four, your metabolism increases when under the influence of marijuana, which contributes to the munchies as well as increased heart rate. Number five, addition to THC could cause a multitude of issues like lowered IQ and financial problems. And finally, we learned that vaping is 95% better for you than smoking. I'll also leave the links to those videos about the cotton balls in the description below if you want to check them out. Whew, that was a lot. Now, for the science to a teen bottom line. Use it at your own risk, but don't say I didn't warn ya. That's all for today, guys. I'm your host, Mallory Stevens, and I'll see you next time on Science to a Teen.